It's Coffee Quad Time! for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good coffee club Wednesday morning to you. We did it right this time. The spot finally played. Anyway, good morning to you from a very rainy, very soggy Indianapolis, Indiana. Let's just send it right down to the downstairs studio. And uh, raised hands, you will wait. Um, let's send it downstairs to uh, Jennifer. How are you doing, good morning, Jennifer? Good morning. I'm doing well. Another, like you say, rainy day, but at least it's warm. That it is. It is. So anything going on in your world you want to share with the coffee club audience before we go to Pennsylvania? Nothing real exciting today. Well, that's good then. Let's see. Let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania. What's going on, Chris and Dave? Well, it's a little rainy here today. <laughs> Not as much as yesterday, though. We had some really hard rain yesterday morning. Oh. But you guys are just hanging out and doing what you do, right? Hanging out in the rain. Yep. There we go. Albany, New York. Jeff. 
Rain, rain, go away. Come, never mind. <laughs> I'm not a good singer, but we had some rain yesterday. We're going to have some rain today. And uh, it's going to be uh, 40 days and 40 nights of rain. No, I'm only kidding. It's supposed to get nice for the <laughs> Jennifer, you're killing me with that laugh. It's going to be nice for the weekend. That's what I understand. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, nice weather. So I guess, I guess we really can't complain. Well, we'll be back to you in just a moment, Jeff, because we'll be doing one of your demos here in just a few moments. Something you all can look forward to. Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tim, how are you today? Pretty good. No rain here. Beautiful weather. but uh, And um, pretty happy about the uh, twins, although I didn't expect to be staying up as late as I was, it was around 12.30, something like that when it ended, and uh, it's been really nice here, um, great weather, it's supposed to be that way to all day today. So. Great, great stuff, let's see, let's see, let's see, Chris keeps me straight on this, I don't think I've missed anybody on the original panel, have I? No, you've got everyone covered on the original panel. Jennifer and Bill, Jennifer and Tim and myself and yourself and uh, Chris and Dave. Okay, I see Jerry had a raised hand, so someone please bring Jerry into the meeting. He is already ready to go. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, good morning, everybody. We got a little break from the rain here, but we're going to get some more rain. Uh, I think uh, later today and tomorrow we got risk for thunderstorms and... Uh, it, it'll get better. <laughs> We're hoping for that. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, Bill in Chicago. I think he has his hand Okay. okay. Uh, well, the weather here is supposed to have rain today. Yesterday we had fog. You could see them no more in a block, a block a distance, my daughter said, in the morning. It cleared up a little bit in the afternoon. It was supposed to rain this afternoon. We may get to 70 degrees today, and the weekend is iffy, and whoever likes the baseball, White Sox beat the Cubs last night on a two-run homer at the end. There you go. It looks like it was the guy that hit the home run, grew up a Cubs fan, and thought he was always going to be a Cubs player. And wow. Right, right, right. <laughs> he thought he was going to be playing for the Cubs. Yeah. He gets up the bat and hits a broken bat home run with a man on base, and beat them three to two so there you go three to one i mean i'm sorry so there you go you never know what's going to happen um before i launch into one other topic before jeff's demo do we have anybody else with raised hands no good okay well you can wait on that hand then because we gave you an opportunity and you didn't talk. So, um, we need to mention a topic that we've been getting a little bit of uh, pushback from in the last week. So, I need to address that issue on the legend. You've been hearing uh, at least four minutes per hour on most shows. In fact, it will be on all shows. Uh, concerning spots on the legend. It simply is this. We predicted about a month ago the original company was going to go out of business, so we made the switch to be legal and compliant. We are required by law to run these spots in order to keep our license. So that's why we're doing it. Um, 
We do not have the extra funds to go completely commercial-free. That was an option given, but we do not have those kind of funds, so we do the best we can, and it's not meant as a punishment. I hear people tell me they're not going to listen. Well, I can't stop you if you don't want to listen. But unfortunately, not everything is for free. And we do have to pay for these royalties. You're not paying for them. We are. So, you know, and we understand that. And we're not trying to create a hardship for anybody. But, hey, it's it's reality. And um, four minutes out of an hour, well, it just happens that way. The commercials will rotate. There will be different um, spots and regular commercials, but it just has to be that way. It's the reality of things and the way things are. Um, and we chose to go the path of paying our license and making sure that the artist and the royalties are paid. That's a decision. All I can say is all of you who listen to terrestrial radio shouldn't be complaining because they have a lot more than four minutes of commercials an hour. If you listen to a sporting event or anything else. So it's just one of those things that happen. Anybody on the panel want to say anything about this before? The only thing I would say is if, if, you know, if, 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 you know, you're lucky that the legend is free because there are many internet radio stations where you have to pay to listen to them. So be very happy that you can listen to the legend for free and then you don't have to pay for it. But there are other radio internet stations out there that do make you pay. Uh, um, so, you know, that's the, that's the issue. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a business, and, and that's the bottom line. How, Bill, how much can we pay? How much can we donate that would make it easier on you? Because I think we'd all like to just, well, you know. The, I, don't think asking, I don't think he's asking for donations. The commercials are going to stay. Well, if you don't like the commercials, if you don't like the commercials, don't listen. That's what Bill is saying. Right. You have the option to turn the knob, don't you? Right. The we could pay an extra $35 a month and be commercial free. The advantage of keeping the commercials in our mind is A, we are at a little bit of a lower rate B, if we get enough listeners, then we start getting back 50% of the revenue that these spots generate. So that we can help make it easier. We're not trying to go to listeners for funds or whatever the the case may be. But when, you know, it, it does disappoint me that people will think, well, we're just not going to listen because it's not pure. It's not, you know, but... There's no other station like this. That's the, that's the good thing. And if you want to pay, it, it's worth it. Does, does that mean if I pay $35, does it go commercial free or what? <laughs> if somebody would pay $35 a month, yes, it would. Uh, but that's, you know, the reality it is you're not going to get many people to do that. Uh, and it's, you know, and we don't expect it. Uh, Chris, do we have some raised hands? We have um, a bill and Jerry. Yeah, we have two. But the other thing I wanted to say is it's fine if, you know, I mean, people can donate or whatever, but you have to be assured that you have it ongoing. That's the problem with it. 
And yeah, that that's a problem. Even if that's something that you know pre- presenters wanted to do, but to me, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm it's a little. Really not yeah. that big of a deal. It's not a big deal, and I think, Bill. I think if you actually you've you've laid out the groundwork, you've said why the commercials are there. And if people don't like the commercials, then they have other choices. That's how I look at it. Yeah, we, we, you know, that's that's the reality of the best we can do. We were tired of paying our money each month to stream licensees who then was taking the money and not paying the, the royalties people. Well, now they went out of business. They're being sued. All kinds of things. Bad are going to happen to them. And but when you get start getting letters from the from the people in charge of the that you're supposed to be paying your license to, and they tell you to go off the air, then you kind of figure you cease and desist. We take else. it a little bit seriously. So, but that's really all I can say about that subject. I guess we'll take a couple comments and then we'll get ready for a great demo. Buddy and Jerry, I think, are the two. Uh, I oh, no, Bill. Bill and Jerry. I'm sorry, Bill. Let's, let's let's go with Jerry first. Okay. The uh, yeah, the uh, uh, four minutes of spots an hour. They don't bother me at all. I mean, uh, compare. Uh, look at all we're getting. We're getting songs that we haven't heard in eons. And you're not going to get that on terrestrial radio. You're going to get uh, uh, you know. 50,000 commercials, and then they'll say another 10-minute music sweep or whatever, and uh, it doesn't bother me at all. No, you're not going to get those rare Fleetwood songs, are you, Jerry? There you go. (laughs) No, but anyway, it's fun or we wouldn't do it. Um, Bill, did you have something to say? Guess not. I can't find it here. Bill, you're not muted. Yeah, we can hear you. You were unmuted. Go ahead. Yeah, I guess I muted myself. Uh, Like yesterday, some comments were made on uh, Twin Spins. Where else are you going to find a station where you can call in and make requests? You can got the coffee club and all these other shows that you can talk to people and listen, and it only costs you four minutes commercials. And like I said yesterday, then if, if Bill, if people start complaining, then... Everybody has a credit card, so you're going to have to pay to have the radio on the Internet at all. You have to, you have to start charging a fee just to listen to the to the legend. And the, the, that's the way I look at it. And if you don't like the commercials, well, tune out. I mean, you can't listen anywhere on anything with the, uh, commercials. And where else can you call in and make requests for songs from the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and that kind of stuff? No, no, even no. even public broadcasting has commercials, and if you don't think those underwriting right. announcements are commercials, they're commercials. Right, it's, right. It's, yeah, they have the, well, yeah, the public radio, public TV, all of them have commercials. Yep, that's just the reality of things. We've been doing this for fourteen years, and it's really changed. It was very affordable when we we first started, but those things change. So anyway, <clears> Jeff. <throat> has prepared a demo. Now, Jeff's kind of like me. I know Mike Loff is, and I know there's some of you out there that are. We're what we call news junkies. We love news. 
wherever it's from, we love news. Chris and Dave, news junkies. Jennifer, news junkie. Um, We just love the news. And Jeff, you found an app for your iPhone and you can listen to it or use it on your Amazon devices or you can use it on Android or whatever. But one of your friends, and if you want to pick up the story... Yeah, I had a friend of mine in Hawaii who said to me, you know, Jeff, you ought to reconsider that news on app. I said, but I said, Ellie, you know, it doesn't seem to work well. I couldn't get it to work on the iPhone because it was everything was graphical and there was nothing labeled and it showed a map on the screen and you couldn't use it. And she said to me, well, you really ought to download it again because it's voiceover compliant now. And she was right. It is voiceover compliant as opposed to the app version for the Roku and the app version for the, app for the Fire TV. And I said, well, I'll take a look at it. And, uh, and I thanked her, and I called her back uh, the next day. And I said, yeah, it is. It works great. It's an app that lists, I call it, it's a news aggregator. And it lets you watch live TV newscasts, only the newscasts. And this is not a, a you're not going to be able to watch Jeopardy or any of that stuff on there. It, you can watch the live TV newscasts and the same newscast you can watch later on on demand. And so I thought that was pretty cool. So I told Bill about it. I said, Bill, you know, I told you a while ago in the coffee club that it wasn't working right, and I told you it's not working right. I said, Bill, you know, take a look at it and see what you think. And he did, and he, he also found that it was usable. And uh, Bill, myself, and Mike Walt were talking about it this past Monday on the on our pre-meeting for All Things Radio. And so I, I did a little demo. It's not, it's not the most perfect demo in the world. I can't do as well as Chris and Dave, but I think this is a, a pretty good demo to show you how this particular application works. I think you're going to enjoy it. It takes about 11 minutes. So sit back and enjoy this demo. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Jeff Bennett, and this week we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to me. Yes, I love radio, but I also love news. And yes, I am a TV news junkie, and I like to watch TV news from all over the United States. In the old days, I would have to go from website to website for the various TV stations throughout the United States, hoping to find TV newscasts that I could listen to. Now there's a new solution. The solution is found on your iPhone, and it's called NewsOn, and I'll spell it. It's N-E-W-S-O-N. This app allows you to watch live newscasts and newscasts on demand from television stations throughout the United States. It's available as an iOS app for your Apple device. It's available on your Roku. It's available on your Fire TV. And it's also available on your Android device. Unfortunately, the Roku version of this app is not accessible. And the Fire TV version of this app is also not accessible. Which is too bad because I prefer watching this on my big television set. Let's get started by opening the News On app. News On. Search button. When you get to the main screen, you'll find a search button. And it'll tell you what stations are currently broadcasting live. And it gives you a list of the radio stations that are closest to you. What you see on the screen is a map. WNYT, Albany slash Schenectady slash Troy. That's Channel 13, WNYT, serving Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. Four miles away. Live. WRGB, Albany slash Schenectady slash Troy. And that's Channel 6, WRGB, in Schenectady, New York. That also is live right now. Eight miles away. Live. WGGB slash WSHM, Springfield, Holyoke. WGGB, WFHM, Springfield, Holyoke, Massachusetts. You get the idea. And it gives you a list of the stations that it thinks you might want to watch that are closest to you. But let's take a look at the rest of the screen. On the bottom of the screen, you have the following tabs. All stations. More. Tab. More. Tab. All stations. Tab. Live news. Tab. Favorites. Tab. Selected. Home. Tab. And that's where we end up. We're at the home screen. Let's go to the live tab first. Favorite. Live news. Tab. 
Live news heading. Live news heading. Search button. Live no- search button. And of course, the search is still there. Closest live stations. And here are the closest live stations. Live. WNYT Albany slash Schenectady slash Troy. Let's double tap on that and see what happens. WNY back button. WNYT Albany slash Schenectady slash Troy. Search button. Live news live. Five fifty nine a.m. WNYT five fifty nine a.m. And we'll click on that because that's 5.59 a.m. That's what's actually on the screen right now. And we'll tap on that and see what happens. 5.59. News Channel 13 today. News Channel 13 in progress. And it does take a while to load. So let's see how long it takes to load. We'll edit this part out, but you get to hear what it sounds like. The north country is going to stay dry today, but south of the Mohawk Valley, a better chance of some rain showers as a weather system is sliding off to our south. And that's actually what you're hearing live on WNYT Channel 13. Neil Astano is the meteorologist doing the weather forecast. But this app also offers other things. Let's say I wanted to watch a previous newscast from Channel 13. Well, I can do that as well because there are newscasts available on demand. Let me show you how that works. Now we're at the screen where we can watch Channel 13 and let's go through this screen. Back WNYT, ADD to fave previous newscasts. And there's a, as you can see, and we'll go through that screen one more time. Back button, back button. There's a back button because we are on the screen with WNYT. WNYT, Albany slash Schenectady slash Troy. Search, but live, news live, 5.59 a.m. WNYT, Albany, NBC, four miles away. WNYT, Albany slash ADD to favorites. Now I can add to favorites, and I push that button. ADD to favorites. Remove from favorites. And it's been added where it says remove from favorites. But what about previous newscasts? Let's see what that's like. Previous newscasts. News channel 13 early today. 4.59 a.m. News channel 13 live at 11. Let's see what that's like. Close button. This is like giving us something that was locked behind bars for so long. The news channel 13 evening team presents a report of local, regional, statewide and national news events, along with updates on the local and national ellipsis. The green light bill. From WNYT, Albany, News Channel 13, live at 11, begins right now. Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm Karen Tararachi. And as you can see, the News Channel 13 newscast is available on demand, and I can watch that live, or I can watch it on demand if I miss that particular newscast. Now, when watching a newscast, let's say I want to go to another newscast. Well, we have a screen that has video controls on it, although video controls are not accessible to us. We have to push a button that says close. News channel close. Button. Close. Back button. Hit the close button. Hit the back button. Back button. Back button. Live news. And it goes to the live news screen again. Let's see what else is live. Search. Closest list station. Live. WNYT. NBC. Four miles away. Live. WRGB. Albany slash Schenectady slash Troy. CBS. Eight miles away. Live. WGGB slash WSHM, Springfield, Holyoke. Let's go to Springfield, Holyoke, Massachusetts. WGG, back button. And I double tap on that television station name. WG, search, live, news live, 0, 05 a.m. Close. It travels do take you down towards the airport. We don't have uh, any issues or concerns, at least up to the airport. And of course, you start to hit some of that Hartford traffic and no problems out to 495. And of course, we're watching the news from Massachusetts. And again, we double tap on the screen. You can see the roads are dry. Close. 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 Back button. And we go back to the live news, and we can do a lot of things. But what about searching? What about if you want to know what cities are available and what channels are available? Let's take a look at the search. Now, I'm not a great typist, and it takes me a while to type on an iPhone keypad, so I'm going to use the voice dictation for this. So let's hit the search button. Search button. Search. Search field. Is that a Search. Next key. Dictate. Minneapolis. We search for Minneapolis and see what happens. Search. 
care Minneapolis back Minneapolis care Minneapolis slash St. Paul NBC 987 miles away KSTP Minneapolis slash St. Paul ABC 978 miles away call Rochester slash Austin ABC 941 miles away WDIO Duluth and as you can see, it goes to the various cities of Minnesota. But what about Bill Sparks' favorite city, which is Fort Myers, Florida? Let's do another search to see what stations are available in Florida. Now, again, we're going to use the voice dictation to do this. Dictate. Florida. Search. Search. Back button. Florida. Where? Mobile slash Pensacola. ABC. 1,128 miles. Orlando slash Daytona Beach slash Melbourne. NBC. 1,067 miles away. WFOX. Jacksonville. Fox. 959 miles away. WFTV, Orlando slash Daytona Beach slash Melbourne. ABC, 1067 miles away. Wink, Fort Myers slash Naples. And of course, we'll push the button on the screen and see what, what this station brings us. 1000, Wink, Fort Myers slash, Wink, back button. Wink, f- live, news live, 06 a.m. And again, we can watch the live newscast and see how that comes up. Of six to eight inches of rain. Now, I will tell you, in some cases, kind of feast or famine. Now, as you can see, we can watch WINQ from Fort Myers, Florida, live, or we can watch it on demand. And let me show you the on demand feature of this as well. We double tap and get to the close button. Close. Back button. Wink. Fort Myers slash Naples. Live. News live. 06. Wink. Fort. 1200. Wink. Fort Myers. Remove from favorites. And because I have it as a favorite, I can remove it from favorites, but I don't want to do that because I like watching this particular newscast. Previous newscasts. Wink news at 5 a.m. Here's the wink news at 5 a.m. 05 a.m. Wink news at 4.30 a.m. 4.30 a.m. And the wink news at 4.30 a.m. Wink news at 11 p.m. Let's try that one. Close. Now on the Wink News Nightbeat, a boyfriend accused of killing his girlfriend, and it's not the first time he's accused of attacking her. It's going to cycle through completely being charming, completely being regretful, and then close, 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 close. And you get the idea. Other cities include Hartford, Connecticut, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, and St. Louis, Missouri, just to name a few. Now let me show you how to get your favorites. When you click the more button, settings, heading. Search button. You find the settings, the search, privacy policy, their privacy policy, terms of service, terms of service, about, about, home, tab. home, what favorites, favorites, two at five, and that's where you go. You bring up the favorites, just double tap it. Select favorites, heading, search, your favorite stations, KABC, Los Angeles, KABC in Los Angeles, that's the ABC affiliate, ABC. 2,451 miles away. KGO, San Francisco slash Oakland slash San Jose. KGO, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. That's also the ABC affiliate. ABC, 2,551 miles away. WABC, New York City. WABC in New York City. Again, that's my hometown originally, so I like to watch that one. ABC, 134 miles away. WLS, Chicago. And of course, WLS in Chicago. ABC, 708 miles away. WSB, Atlanta. WSB in Atlanta. ABC, 841 miles away. WNYT, Albany slash NBC, four miles away. KSNV, Las Vegas. KSNV in Las Vegas. NBC, 2,229 miles away. WSTM, Syracuse. WSTM in Syracuse, New York. NBC, 120 miles away. WGCL, Atlanta. WGCL, Atlanta. CBS, 842 miles away. Wink, Fort Myers slash Naples. You get the idea. This is a very usable app for people who are totally blind or visually impaired, and I think you'll like it. If you're a news junkie like myself, Bill Sparks, and Mike Loft, you definitely will like the app. Again, the app is available on the Apple App Store. It's also available on the Google Play Store. It's available as a Roku app. It's also available for your Fire TV. However, the most accessible version of this app is the one that's found on your iPhone. This is Jeff Bennett thanking you very much for listening 
And if you have any questions, you can email me. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. And you can also call that feedback line and Bill Sparks will get those voicemails to me. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. Thank you all very much. And now back to Bill Sparks and the crew with the Coffee Club. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Oh. I guess I better unmute everybody. You have done so, Bill. Okay. Some of those phones are pretty good. I like that last one. <laughs> and Pam Francis had, had her uh, question. She had her hand raised to Bill. Okay, Pam, go ahead. Good morning, everybody. I have a couple of things. First, uh, is that does that app cover all 50 states? It, I, I can't tell you that it covers all 50 states. It covers whatever. Here's how the app works, Pam. What it does, what the people who run this app are, get stations to pay to have their newscasts on this app. So it, it's a free app that you can download. So I can't tell you that it has all 50 states. You would have to search the app you know, for, for, what's, for what state you're looking for. I know it does not have Alaska, for example. It does have Hawaii. But it, it but new channels are always being added to that. So that's really the, the answer. Uh, it, 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 all the, pe- the people, the stations that you see on this app are paying to be on the app. Also, I would also ask, would it, would it cover a, if there was a, a school shooting somewhere or something that was, that that any live TV would would interrupt for would it cover that would it allow you to watch that? I can't answer that question because we haven't come to that but since I've had the app. So if something really traumatic happens, I can the then at that point answer yes. the question. I don't know the answer to that one right now. 
It doesn't say that it will. Really, this app really is covering live newscasts. That that was the whole point of the app. That's why it's called News On. But it well, may like actually. It. I'm like it, you, Jeff. I'm a news nut. It may actually cover those. Tam, the only way we'll find out is by playing with the app. It does cover them, and I can give you two examples. The I was able to make it work on my iPad just barely, but it worked during. Uh, Hurricane Irma, it worked then. It also worked for Hurricane Michael in Florida and some other shootings that have, you know, various news events. And if the TV station goes live with wall-to-wall coverage, it does cover that. The only other problem, it's not really a problem. The only problem with the app, it's not really a problem that's their fault is that when stations run commercials, you may find, especially on the live ones, you may find about two minutes of dead air. So it's nothing wrong with your phone and nothing wrong with the app. It's that the stations that are broadcasting the live event, such as the live newscast, will cut out the commercials. That even happens on, on, like I have my local station's TV apps. And when, if if I'm watching a newscast over that app, you'll get dead air that way also. So that's that's not abnormal. All right, thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. Uh, Bill, did you want to? Did you have a question? Is he muted again? Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. He was unmuted again. Yeah, he was unmuted. Uh, you can't keep if you, if you mute yourself, Bill. I can't unmute you. That's how this works. So. Let me try this one more time, Bill. Try it now, Bill. Okay, now try it. Okay. Oh, uh, then it must be a phone. Anyways, number one, is there a fee for this app? No, no it is free. Okay, because I know uh, you're talking about dead silence. Even on my Fire TV, uh, if you're watching, like I watch ABC here, Channel 7 in Chicago, and they go to commercial, it goes to dead air, and it comes up on the screen and says, uh, be right back, commercial on the screen it'll tell you that it doesn't tell you audible but it'll tell you that so I mean every, all these stations because they're you know most people don't realize they're like almost four minutes behind because they're they're pre-recorded and then sent over the because like my fire TV I, I can turn on my TV regular TV on the cable network and I can have it running in another room and come out here where my our um, fire TV is and Fire TV is approximately almost five minutes behind the live newscast. Well, it and will they, be behind not, it if not, you're running. Yeah. If, right, if they're going to be behind, if you're running the app, if you're if you're watching the live television station from the cable, that's not going to be five minutes behind. Right, right. I know that's not, but it it it, it is if you uh, if you're watching if you're watching say ABC seven on your cable channel or even on your live TV through the digital thing and the other. But if you come to the Fire TV, the broadcast is about five minutes behind the cable. Because I found out what they do. They tape those shows, and then they, re, then they resend it over the um, Fire TV or the um, Internet. Otherwise, if you do yeah. that sometimes, sometimes turn, turn on your cable TV, Jeff, and get the same station, and then turn on your station on the app on your phone 
and it'll be approximately five. The phone will be five minutes behind. Right. right. Thank but, you, though. I, and I do understand that. Right. I understand right. what you're saying, but it's not designed that way, and it's done that way on purpose. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, you're not it's, going well, to Well, they, most... they do that, and then they can't run, because I know there's certain shows right. uh, that, like Fire and some of these things, can't run, because, like, if they play the Cubs game, like they do once in a great while, or on ABC Channel 7, uh, you get nothing but info commercials through the whole game time. They can't run the game on Fire TV or on those channels right. like that. Right. Well, that, we, know, we understand that, Bill. And thank you very much. Yeah, and it's not designed that way for you to sit there and watch live TV and then do your Fire app. The, uh, most generally, those apps are used by people who are using mobile devices or who are on the go or maybe out of market who want to watch their local news or whatever the case may be. Um, so, anyway. What is, the, what is the name of the app again? It's called News On. It's all one word. N-E-W-S-O-N. N-E-W-S-O-N. News On. It's a great app for... And it does have Little Rock, Arkansas, at least one channel in Little Rock, Arkansas for Chris. So, uh, And one in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and one in Jonesboro, Arkansas. So they're out there, and it's free. That word everybody seems to love, free, F-R-E-E. There's no charge. If anybody has any comments and they don't want to call in, Chris, what's the number? It is 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. The meeting ID, you'll, well, you'll press pound and you'll be asked for the meeting ID and it is 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. Press pound again. When you're asked for the user ID, press pound one more time, and you'll be there. And if you want to make, if you don't want to do all that, and you just want to send me an email, send it to bill at billsparks.org, and I'll read it on the break and come back and we'll comment on it. Uh, we can check our email and do it that way. Uh, and... Do that, but I think it's a it's a very useful little app, and I think it's um, I'm going to try it on the Android device. I'm making progress on that, and should be able to do a demo very very soon on that ninety nine dollar Android device I got from Walmart with a keyboard and and so that because it's it it is working. Um, and though I'm not going to switch from iOS, but the Android device does work. And so we're going to talk about the usable apps. And one of them I was surprised and noticed the BARD app worked quite well on the Android system. I didn't think because on the Amazon Fire tablet, it takes the BARD app when you play a book. It lowers the volume and you can't hardly hear it. So it's not the most listening, uh, you know, pleasurable experience that you could possibly have. But on the Android device, it works fine. And it's working well on Sirius XM and TuneIn and um, some of those things. So we'll be giving you a report about that shortly, just as soon as I get a few more things mastered on this 
thing. I don't think you want me coming on here stumbling around doing the uh, demo of that particular device. But it's interesting that these devices are coming out now and they're becoming very, very, very affordable. And these apps are in all types of different, um, you know, different um, apps, especially the News On app. And I wish they would make it accessible on the um, Fire TV. But, hey, the iPhone, it does work. Um, We have a question from Joe and Ellen, I believe. Go ahead. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, that's me. It's Ellen. Good morning. I just wanted to, um, I don't have anything regarding the app, but I do have. I was just going back to the commercials. Some of those are actually useful. Um, Like the one about the stroke. (laughs) That's good news. That is a good thing to have. And some of those are just downright funny. Well, I just like to make a comment on that. Uh, thanks, and you know some of those. I just heard one on our local sports station yesterday. They played a couple of the same ones, so they're out there. You know, it's what it is. Um, we one of the topics we will be talking about on here is, and we'll coordinate this with with Dave and Chris. But it's safety in a home, like fire alarms. You know, and we've we've done a few of those. You know, those having those things, having a safety plan in place to evacuate yourself from home. Where do you guys meet at if there's you know some type of disaster? What type of communication system do you have? Um, are you taking advantage of the new security systems with um, you know the new cameras that are available and I just heard about something last night was it on a Reds game or, and I'm going to have to hear where you can make a copy of your digitally make a copy of your key and use it on your iPhone to oh, unlock your car or get in your home I'm going to have to hear more about that It, I know it's at um one of the hardware stores, Lowe's, um, Menards, one of those places that you can uh, make a digital copy. Or maybe Dave knows more about this, of a key, and make it so you can do that. Not sure about that one. I don't know about that either. Yeah, I just heard about that last night. Jenny, were you listening to that when they were talking about that? Yes. Um, but I'm not remembering how this exactly worked. But you were able to make a digital copy of your key. And yeah, I didn't completely understand. I think you must make a file or something, and it and it stores it on your phone. Is that how it works? That's what I understand. And you can use it in the case of emergency if you've lost your key or whatever. And hopefully you haven't lost your phone. But Yeah. Anyway, but those are some future topics coming up that we've had requests from listeners. You know, preparedness for tornadoes, hurricanes. Um, 
you know, how to maybe put a fire out in the kitchen if you can do it safely. Um, different safety things around the home that, you know, we can use. You know, we're a lot about electronics because, you know, gadgets and latest gadgets, but we also have to be safe. And Dave and Chris are, are, are pretty good at that, and you'll notice that in the, in the uh, demo coming up here in, in just a few minutes. Anyone else on the panel have something on their mind that they want to talk about today? Oh, I do have one thing. We completed our convention. You know, you've heard me talk about the ISBVI convention. Well, Michael Loft did our audio there. And you can go to ISB, that's Indiana School for the Blind. It's just for short. I mean, that's the long word of it. But you can type in ISBVI, which is visually impaired. But ISBVIalumni.net. That's ISBAlumni.net. And you can listen to 12 different audio features of our convention. If things like that interest you, um, very good memorial service, talent, you know, variety show, auction, um, different meetings, um, keynote speaker from Bernie Egan, things like that. If that those types of things interest you, they are available from our alumni website. So I think... If you get the chance, definitely listen to the one with Bernie. He was hysterical. And the school superintendent and the memorial service, you can hear Bill Levy up there talking and, you know, a special recording. And these are things that you just, are memories that can be saved over the generations for, you know, future alumni long after we're gone. Now, did anybody... Suggestion about something or comment? No, but go no, ahead anyway. No, it, it, now, you was talking about electronic stuff. We'll go to the, the electronic key in that. Yesterday morning on the radio, one of the radio stations here, uh, a guy, I didn't get the name of the company, but some guy has invented a wall plate to put on your outlets so you don't have to run around looking for your charger cords and all that stuff all the time. And it fits, it'll fit any. Any type of port in any phone or anything to charge your stuff. Oh. You don't have to worry about having cords and all that stuff anymore. You just somehow you put this wall plate on the on your outlet, and it uh, on the very top of it, it's got these different places where you can plug in stuff to uh, charge it up. That sounds like a good plan. I see. You know, talking about that news app, I was waiting. For my turn in the shower last night, and I had—I just happened to scan St. Louis. They were talking about the scams that people are doing in the airports. I guess air, finding a power outlet in an airport is very hard to do. Well, now people are putting scams on people. They're actually putting pictures or things of fake outlets on the wall, and people go there and. There's no outlet, but it looks like an outlet. They're just doing that all over the airport to 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 bother people. So I don't know why people yeah, have time. There's plenty of scams out there now. Now they're talking about people scamming your air miles. 
and then they're reselling them on the yeah on the, well on the web. you know I'm, right. I'm sure you know that's out there but i just happened to see that story out of channel four out of st louis last night where they're doing that um in the airport so you just never know what you know what people are going to do but I'm going to find a little bit more about that electronic key. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like the key, key for a hotel bill. It, 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 it's an, it, it's no different than the key, to, uh, and you can open up your. I believe it's to open up the house, up your house. If you don't, it's so it replaces the keys in your house. I think that's what they're trying to say. So, so you don't have a physical key to open and close your door. It's right, electronic. if you lose it for whatever you know, because those things can be quite expensive, a couple hundred dollars, or you know. But more importantly. You need in your house, so. But we're going to find out about that um, because I just I thought it was interesting when I heard this last night in conjunction with one of the hardware stores that you can get this done, and I thought that was very, very interesting. Well, let's yeah, one, see. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say one other thing. I heard also uh, lift. You know the um, drive the lever lever system. They're now starting here in Chicago. They're trying it at Midway, where instead of trying to find your lift cab all over the parking lot or all the place, they're going to have one specific place where lift will stop. There will be sort of a I guess you say a, a guy there that'll be there. But what they'll do on your phone, they'll give you a four digit code. And when your cab pulls up, your four-digit code will beep and let you know that is the Lyft driver you're supposed to have. You don't have to look for him anymore. You just stand there, and your phone will tell you that your Lyft driver is at the point. Now I it's could, a new safety feature because people, instead of getting in wrong, getting in wrong Lyft cabs and that, you can't get in the cab unless you match the four-digit code. Oh, that brought up another reminder. I got an email last night. You know, Lyft has a similar program where you can get discounted rides on your Lyft. Um, anyway, now Uber has come up with one for twenty four ninety five a month, which guarantees you no surge pricing and fifteen percent off of rides. Did you see that one, Jeff? I did. The only thing is, that it's it really is useful to you if you take Lyft or Uber for these programs enough. I maybe use Lyft maybe once once a month or so. So for me, it wouldn't be necessarily useful. But if you do use it a lot, that there's certainly a benefit in that. Right there is there is a benefit in that. It's also a benefit if you have Ira that you can call them and the agent will actually call your Lyft or Uber ride for you and help you with those security issues. I'm not sure how the four digits will work for us, you know, but because they can see on their camera or you know on the on the phone exactly where they're at and you know to get you to the right one. So but I'm not sure how that four-digit code would work for us. But well, I'm not sure either. But I just know they mentioned it, right? You know, um, it seemed like Pam has her hand raised. Is she ready to go? 
Go ahead, Pam. Yeah, just just for the sake of conversation, talking about Lyft and Uber. When I take either of those services, I I don't get into any vehicle unless the driver calls my name. That way, very good advice, Pam. Very good advice. That that is is something, and a lot of them will ask you, "What is your name?" or you know, "Are you Bill?" or whatever the case may be. I've even done the same thing with airport shuttle. When I've gone somewhere and I've and the shuttle driver says, "Well, how are we going to find you?" I said, "Look, I've got a white cane. You call me. I can't mm. find you." Yeah, that's a point. You got you a know, point there, Pam. You know, safety, safety, safety. Now, one thing that I've not been able to get Uber or Lyft to do one successfully yet, and nobody's been able to show me how to do it. The driver, Lyft, and or Uber. And that is, say, for example, I'm at my Florida house, and I want to go to Walgreens just to pick up some prescriptions. I don't want to get out and go in. I just want to go through the drive through I can do that, but I haven't figured out a way, nor have they, even if I had a stop, it will not do it, where you can make it start out at your home, Take the trip to the drugstore and then have the driver automatically turn around and take you home. Um, I've not been able to do that yet. And I they will do it if you had a stop. And you- um, yeah, I don't know if you can do it. I know what you're saying. You know what's, what you want to do is you want to say, I, I want to stop at Walmart. So you want to go to Walmart and then you want to make your destination the other way going back home. And I don't know if the Apple will let you do it that way, Pam. That's that. I yes, have a problem with that. Yes, it will. I've done it. Okay. I've, I've never been able to do it because I don't know why, but we'll we'll try that again in Florida. But I've never been able to get it to add the stop to come back home. You know what's funny, Bill? I filled a, I filled the prescription at CVS this week, last week I should say, and I got a text message from them saying. You know, your, your CVS, where I live, will deliver your prescriptions. Find out more at CVS.com. So I may, I may look into that. Yeah, that, that, that is also an option. But this particular Walgreens does not do that. Now, I can get out of the vehicle and go in and use my IRA in the store. But by the time some of the connectivity issues sometimes... Usually a customer or somebody's helped you to the back and by the time you get that done. So that's something they're going to have to work on. But it it is a real, and it can be a real um, challenge. But, yeah, if, if I could make that work, and I'll try it again because Jackie and I have to go over to the pharmacy to pick up her prescriptions. So we're going to do that, but I'm going to see if we can get that, you know, you know, before we leave, because last time they dropped us off in the wrong place and we had all kinds of trouble. So we'll see. But Bill, can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. I, I usually don't use, I haven't used Uber, but I know when they pick you up, I guess you... They start the meter then, or whatever the ride is, and I guess you pay at the other end. Is it because possibly the driver 
doesn't want to do it because if he picks you up at one point, say he charges you $5 to get to the drugstore, well, he's going to, that's that same $5 because he's turning around and going back to your house and he knows it's $5 to the drugstore. Does he get paid from the drugstore back to your house or is that a free, is that a free thing to him? Because can you let Uber know that you're going round trip? Because it's not free. He'll want to get paid. He'll he'll, he'll want to get paid again. No, it's not free. They go it's, destination. They, no, well, it's not. I know they no, you're paying, you're paying for both. No, you're paying for both fares. You're paying for the one for the stop, and then you're paying to go back the other way. You're, you're, the, the driver doesn't choose the fare with Uber. He runs an app on his phone and takes right. the call. He has no control of what Uber charges. That's but all done be, through the app. Be. It could be the driver, because I know some people complain about some of the drivers. No, they don't, yeah, they don't go where they right. want to go and stuff like that. Even people that are, I mean, I hear it all the time, like on radio talk shows and stuff, right. where people complain about Uber. And these are people that, you know, aren't, aren't blind or anything. I mean, just normal people. They'll, right. say they'll you know, get into Uber, the guy doesn't know where he's going, he'll drive you all over the place, you know. Well, but, but I could say that about Chicago. When I'm in Chicago and I take a cab... Ninety percent of the time, they don't understand me, and I can't understand oh, them. Oh, yeah, you're true there. Right. You're right there. You so gotta, I mean, you got to know where you're going. That's for right. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> sure. But no, they do get their fare both ways. And when you do it with Uber, they take the money right out front, right, right now. So it's not like you're not getting anything free. You just want the convenience of not having to get because oh, I, I understand, it's not but I necessary. Didn't know, I didn't know how they worked if they yeah. went from point A to point B, and if you want to go back point B back to point A, they had to charge another fare. No, 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 they, it's all figured in advance. When you, when I say, okay. that, let's say I'm, I'm, in, I'm at the airport in Indianapolis and I want to go to Bill's house, I plug where I'm at the airport, I plug it so I go to Bill's house, and I already know in advance, this is what Uber is going to charge me when they pick me up at the airport. There's, right. there's, no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. I know exactly what he's going to charge me. But say you say you went to Bill, just for example, say you went from the airport to Bill's house, and he charged you on a, we'll say twenty dollars, whatever. Let's use a number. Okay, when you get a, if you're going to Bill's house, you say, well, wait a minute, I want to go back to the airport. I'm just dropping some off to him, and then go back to the right. airport. But you would set it up. In other words, here's how it would work. I'm 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 picking pick being picked up at the airport. I'm going to make a stop at Bill's house, then I'm going back to the airport. They would figure that all out in one in one fell swoop, and that's how much you would pay going both ways with the stop. Okay, that's how I, it okay, works. okay, okay. Well, that I understand. Then Bill must get the drugs. He was in trouble. The driver must not want to return trip. People don't want to do it. We have a we have a we have a question from uh, from Buddy. I believe he's here. He wanted to, he raised his hand. So I know we got we got the right, demo yeah. coming up. Well, real quickly, Buddy, and then we'll. I, I had an Uber experience that everybody uh, might be careful of. Um, the Uber driver came to my address, and we were about 100 to two or 300 feet. I had to walk up to the hill. He said, I am not going down this hill. It is a gravel road, and it's a gravel road with eight houses on it. And I, he said, I refuse. And he said, I'm turning around. I'm going back to my uh destination where i was or i'm not coming i'm not doing it and he was real hateful so i had to do another transaction they didn't charge me they refunded the charge i called another uber he's well uh, everybody else said i don't have any problem with that I, he was just it was just a bad experience and I, I, it was just frustrating to have to do that on my iphone again and um, another driver came and, and it was okay but uh, it was uh, 
and it was it was the frustrating that I had to do the charge and I had to go to help and I had to go to um, that part of the on the iPhone and you know it's a little bit difficult but I did I did it it was it was just one of those things so be careful when you sometimes they they, they do that that's a that's a rare experience but it did happen it can happen and I could tell those stories too but I guess and thanks buddy. I guess we better get to Chris and Dave. They have a demo, don't you guys? Yes, we have uh, something that um, if you own a car, um, you may not drive it, but you may have own a car and you have somebody else drive it or whatever, and um, the battery goes dead. What are you going to do about it? Or your children may have cars or your parents may have cars. And this is uh, the gizmo that we are going to demo today is a jump starter and it you can uh, and and it also has a usb port on it and things like that and that's pretty much what the uh, demo is about stanley you know what we're going to do dave we're going to play that demo we're going to play a spot first and tell you that you're listening to the worldwide legend we originate from indianapolis indiana and naples florida but we're going to play a, uh, one of those famous spots, and then we're going to go right into the demo. And then if you have any questions after the demo, well, Chris will give the information how to get a hold of us and all that stuff in just a moment. So here we go. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or, better yet, volunteer. Volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Well, good morning, everyone. It's time now for another demo. And today we are going to talk about something if 
you folks have an automobile, you or a will kid with an automobile. or a, a <laughs> child with an automobile, a kid, whatever. <laughs> Maybe they have a goat who owns a car. Yeah, you know? right. If they have a car, this will interest you. It's a very exciting piece of equipment that works exactly like it's supposed to. This, what we're talking about today is a battery, it's called, it's made by Stanley, and it's a battery starter uh, with air compressor. So you use this for uh, jumps, you can jump start your automobile, you can do all kinds of things with it. The first thing I'm going to do is let Chris give you some information about this product. Okay, this is a Stanley 500-1000 peak amp battery starter with air compressor. And it is available at QVC. Uh, it is item number H, as in Harry. hotel. <laughs> Zero two three. That's H two eight four zero two three. It is currently available for one hundred twenty one dollars, which is the same price I paid for it last October. I got it for Dave for Christmas. It does have shipping and handling of fourteen dollars and seventy two cents. It's also available at Amazon, but it's currently out of stock, and they have. Prices currently from 79 to 129 as far as I can tell. Now, that's totally subject to change when it comes back in stock. If you want to call Stanley, you're actually going to call Bacchus, B-A-C-C-U-S, Global. And their number is 877-571-2391 that's 877-571-2391 you can also go to bacchusglobal.com that's bacchusglobal one word.com or you can go to qvc.com to or place your order if you'd rather Okay, I'm going to take a guess at the weight of this thing, and I'm going to say that it weighs approximately 10 pounds, and that's because of the size of the battery that's inside of this thing, plus the compressor. And as we all know, compressors have a little bit of weight, and that's why this thing is as heavy as what it is, about 10 pounds, maybe just a little bit more. Now... <clears throat> The unit really is amazing because, uh, like I said, you can, uh, for those of you um, who are married to a, a sighted person and you have an automobile, and maybe you just have an automobile and have somebody else drive it, this is something that you might want to keep in the trunk of your car. Uh, the only other thing that I can think of that you need to buy extra uh, because it does not come with a power cord because of the, and I'll get to the reason why in just a little bit, uh, you can buy approximately about a six foot extension cord. 
and of course you can buy those anywhere um Amazon usually has good prices. Walmart has good prices. So just anywhere. You, sometimes you can even buy them at grocery stores. Yeah. So anyway, once you have that, now this unit is approximately eight inches from right to left. I have the unit sitting on the uh, table. And... Um, I have the, the the front of the unit. You can tell the front of the unit because uh, on the front of the unit up towards the, well, there's a large handle at the top of the unit. Now, if you bring your hands down, there's sort of a slanted uh, panel. And on the panel, uh, going from left to right, there's a little, uh, there's a round um, rubber thing. And if you, if you open that up or lift it back, you'll see two, um, you'll see a USB port uh, starting from the left and then an and also uh, a, a round plug right there. That is a place where you can plug in a something that needs a, uh, a lighter plug or a 12 volt output plug. Some of you know what it is, a cigarette lighter receptacle. Okay, and then over, if I take my hands over to the left of that round rubber thing, I will come to the, I'm going to come to a button, and that is a USB button that turns that USB port that I was talking about inside underneath that rubber plug, that turns that on so that you can run Victor Stream or anything you want to run that takes uh, USB. So if you have a powder power outage and you just got to finish that book. Right. <laughs> uh, now right above that button is a light. And that is a that is the light to let you know that that when you have a USB device plugged in, it lets you know that when you press the button that that USB is turned on. And then uh, the next one over is the battery status, which isn't going to help us much. Um, and then above that is the battery status light. And then coming over uh, to the right is a knob. It's a, it's a, a big knob with a, uh, a little ridge on the top of it. And what that is for is when you want to jump a, a car, if the car won't start, you would turn that knob counterclockwise until it clicks. And it's going to be loud. Like, uh, that turns on the jumper cables, which I'll get to those in just a little bit. Okay, now on each side, uh, or each end, if you're looking from left to right, let's say the left end of the uh, machine is a cable. It, it, it's got a, a slot where the cable, this jumper cable, is wrapped up around this uh, 
little like a cord yeah it's like a cord, cord holder or, or keeper and then right up above it there's a second cord keeper because what happens is the cable wraps around those cables so that you can store it on the machine when you're not using it it's permanently connected to the machine but you have to be able to wrap it up so it doesn't stick out that way you can move the machine around easily and your cord doesn't get it just isn't flopping everywhere okay and then on the right end is the same thing as the second cable because you have uh you have two cables, two jumper cables for starting your car. And you have the holder on the bottom and a holder on the top and the cable is wrapped around the top, around both of those uh, uh, keepers. And then we're gonna turn, well, there's one more thing, over to the far right, on the right end, and you take your hands up towards the top, you're touching the side of the unit, and you're gonna bring your hands up, and you're gonna find a little round light, and that is an LED light. So um, it's gonna be a little bit difficult for you to tell that that's on or off. What that's for, uh, if the battery's dead in a car, or a truck, or a motorcycle, whatever it is, and it's dark outside, you turn this light on, and believe me when I tell you, I've checked this with the light probe, and that light, it's an LED light, and it's extremely bright. So remember, with LED lights, they don't put out any heat, hardly at all, so uh, we had to get a light probe to tell if it was working. So um, if you go to use the unit and the battery is dead, you probably left that light on. But right on top of that light, there is a button. When you press it once, it turns the light on. When you press it again, it turns the light off. And on the very top of this unit is a huge handle. And that's, that's a serious handle. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got some rubber around it so you can get a good grip on it when you pick this thing up. Because like I said, it, it is uh, maybe a little more than 10 pounds in weight. I'm going to flip the unit around now so that I'm looking at the back of the unit. And on the back of the unit, I'm going to find the ends on each end of the uh, unit, on the left and on the right, there are there is a the end of these jumper cables, as, as I was talking about earlier, and they're like a, a huge clip, and you squeeze the clip, and there's a... Well, there's a little lip that sticks up from the bottom of the machine that the cable is actually clipped onto and you, you squeeze the clip and it's tight. It's heavy duty because they, these are the clips that you would clip onto the battery on the car to jump start it. And as I said, there's one of these cables on each side of the unit. Now this is, we're looking at the back of the unit right now. So. <clears throat> going to find I'm going to start from the left and the first one is the is the plus cable and the one clear over on the opposite end is the minus cable and <clears throat> then if I move my hands over to the left I'm going to find there's a compartment 
compartment there and there is a rubber hose in there and if you pull that hose out there is a, a, a little nozzle on the end of the hose that you when you go to jump, uh, start a car, or if you, or if you want to pump up bicycle tires or motorcycle tires, or in my case, wheelbarrow tires. Basketball. Basketballs. <laughs> anyway, uh, on the end of that hose, there is a threaded female connection on the end of that cable. So it's got a little hole in it. And then what you do is you go over to your car, for example, if the tires happen to be low, and sometimes during the winter and summer, you might want to check the air pressure uh, in the tires to make sure that the air pressure is what it's supposed to be. If it's uh, 32 pounds, 33 pounds, some are 35. Bicycles, they can be 50 to 60 pounds. So <clears throat> you what, what you do is on, on the car tires, if nobody stole these little rubber caps on the valve of the uh, car tire, you screw that uh, little rubber cap off of the, the valve on your tire, and then you take the uh, hose and you screw that from the machine onto the tire. And then you will come over some more to the right and you'll find a gauge. Now this gauge is not gonna help us. However, QVC does have some tire gauges. And, uh, you know, they're relatively cheap. You get them, like, in a two-pack for, like, maybe 29 bucks or something like that. And uh, you can put so much into the into the tire, unscrew it, put your tire gauge on there, and check it, and, and it'll tell you in a voice uh, what the tire pressure is. So that's the tire gauge. And then... Right after, right below, if bring your hands down towards the front of the back. We're still looking at the back. I'm going to bring my hands down right below the tire gauge, almost directly. Well, it is. It's centered directly below the tire gauge. And there is a switch. And the switch turns the air compressor on and off. So if you have, if you have the, uh, hose screwed on to the tire, then you flip this switch. That turns the compressor on and off. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm looking right straight into the back, you turn the switch to the left, that turns it on, and if you flip the slide the switch to the right, that turns it off. Now that's the switch that had tape over it, wasn't it? Right. There, there, um, when it comes in the box, there is a, uh, a piece of tape that runs across the switch so it didn't get bumped in shipping and it turn can be it a little hard to feel. Um, it's it's stuck down there pretty good and it says remove before use on it. Right. Now because the most important part of this unit is to be able to jump start your cars for uh, whatever you need to jump start, whether it's a, AP, a, a ATV, uh, you know, a four-wheeler or a three-wheeler or a motorcycle, a car, a truck, 
um, it will start a truck as well because it you know it's high amperage um, when it, when when you start it. Now I'm gonna I'm still looking at the back of the unit and um, I'm going to find the round gauge that we were talking about er, earlier it's over towards the right hand side not quite to the end right next to where the the right jumper cable is clipped onto the machine and if I bring my hands up above that I'm gonna see a rubber flap and I can pull that down and that is where the extension cord that I said that you might need an extension cord that we were talking about earlier where you can get them pretty much anywhere. When you flip this rubber flap down, you'll find two prongs. They look like the end of a plug that you would plug into the wall, like on the end of a cord. And so you take the end of your extension cord that has the female end on the uh, extension cord, and that plugs in to those two prongs that are sticking out of the machine. And you use that to charge the battery in this machine. That's how you charge the battery. So when you get this thing, the first thing you want to do is make sure you've got a cord that you can plug in and uh, uh, plug this thing, plug your the female uh, end of, a, of the uh, extension cord onto the male prongs, I guess I should have said earlier, uh, that are sticking out of the machine. Then plug that in the other end into the wall and let it charge the, the battery. Maybe let it charge, you know, for a couple of hours, four or five hours. And if you can, let it charge overnight. And every couple of months, like if you have it in a car, you might want to take it out and do the same thing. Plug it in and, and let it charge up so that the, it's always available when you need some power to jumpstart your vehicle or pump up some tires or whatever you might want to do with it. Can you overcharge it? No. You can't overcharge it. It will. The unit will shut down when the unit is charged. Now, I know that somebody is probably going to ask me about this, how you know which direction to put, on, on the batteries in a car, you have a plus and a minus. And of course, on the, uh, the uh, jump starter, uh, you have on those jumper cables, they are, there's a plus and there's a minus. So you don't have to be afraid anymore if you hook the cables up backwards because if you hook it up the wrong way it's going to beep and it just won't work and it won't work now i can't demonstrate that right now because i don't have a car <laughs> um, but it will beep so that if, if it does beep then you know you've hooked it up backwards we don't have room in the garage for the car because there's too much kitchen stuff yeah in there. Kit Chris uh, took over the garage uh, <laughs> but anyway so uh, when you put the cables on if if you have them connected the wrong way, all you do is reverse the cables on the battery. You might take the right and put it on the left, and the left 
put on the right or in other words the right you might put on the uh, minus and the left you might put on the plus if it does if it be if it doesn't be then you've got it connected up right and then you know that whoever's going to start the car when they start turning the engine over um there won't be any problem and usually you wait a bit a couple of seconds or so after you put the jumper cables on to the car and let it build just a little bit of a charge because if the battery is completely dead in the car um there might not be enough between the jumper the the jump starter and the car battery to to start it so give it a couple seconds maybe even a minute if you can and um, and then uh, start the engine on your your car and if it beeps it sounds kind of like an alarm beep so you'll know right so in order to start the car what you do is you turn this unit back around so that you're looking at the front of the unit and you're going to come over to the right of the unit on the front and to where that knob is that we were talking about in the beginning and what you do is you turn that knob clockwise and it will stop it clicks and it locks into into place and then that activates your jumper cables so you unwrap them from each end of the of the uh, you un unclip it from the machine and then unwrap it and when you unwrap it then you put the cables on to whatever it is you're going to jump start and uh, which is the car or a truck and uh, like i said if you turn them the wrong way it'll beep so you don't have to worry about uh, accidentally damaging uh, the alternator or something in the car or whatever you can't you can't mess it up so I'm out in the garage right at the second, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I have a, a wheelbarrow here that I use uh, to take my trash down every Wednesday, because um, we always have an awful lot of trash, and so we put all the stuff in the wheelbarrow, and I can just wheel it down there uh, below my bench and, and set it out for the, the trash people to pick it up. And um, it's got, they look like bicycle tires on there. And uh, they hold about uh, 33 pounds. You can, you can go as high as 35, but not much more than that. And uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump the tires up. It's going to take about a minute or so, uh, two minutes maybe. So I'll just let you hear what happens when it starts, and then I'll stop it, and then I'll be right back. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this unit around so I can see the, the back of the unit. And then I'm going to find, uh, start from the left, there's my jumper cable that's clipped onto the machine, and then the compartment that has the hose. I'm going to screw the hose onto the tire of my wheelbarrow, screw off the valve cap, the little rubber uh, plastic cap, screw that off of the tire, and take the end of my hose and screw it on to the tire. 
it screwed on to the tire and then I'm going to bring my hands over to the right um, about halfway down on the unit or to the right of that compartment where that hose was. I took that out and, and screwed it onto the tire of the, my wheelbarrow and I come to that little slide switch and when I turn on the slide switch you will hear the compressor start. on these at QVC, but they do have the talking tire gauges. I think uh, you can also get them from Independent Living Aids and Maxi Aids. you can get them from Amazon, too, maybe. Yeah, you probably can. Uh, somebody got me one that's pink, and I wasn't real excited about that, but <laughs> they can fit in your shirt pocket. It's just a little round plastic thing with a little nozzle on the end, and you screw the cap off of your... Uh, your tire and then you just press this thing onto the valve of your car tire or whatever and uh, it will tell you automatically uh, what your tire pressure is so it, it's a pretty cool item and you, they're not hard to find if you just do a search for tire gauges and stuff or something like that on QVC you'll be able to find them so we're back in the kitchen again and uh, um, have the unit sitting back on the table and that's pretty much the description of this unit I'll have Chris give you the information about this product this is a Stanley 500 slash 1000 peak amp battery starter with air compressor and Stanley is spelled S-T-A-N-L-E-Y this particular one came from QVC. It is item number H as in hotel, 284023. That's H284023. Its price is currently $121. Shipping and handling is $14.72. You can get it on four easy payments right now. Um, QVC's phone number is 1-800-345-1515 for a real person. Or if you have an account already and wish to use automated ordering, it's 1-800-345-1212. Or you can go to qvc.com. It's also available from Amazon, but it is currently out of stock. So if you want to buy it from Amazon, you will have to check on that from time to time to see when they get it in stock should you wish to call the company instead of calling stanley you're actually calling bacchus global that's b-a-c-c-u-s global g-l-o-b-a-l and you can go to bacchusglobal.com too but bacchus global's phone number is 877 877- Five seven one two three nine one. That's eight seven seven five seven one two three nine one. 
Well, as I said, the uh, the unit really comes in handy, and and I know a few people personally that happen to have cars. Uh, they have a, a sighted driver, and. Um, I know uh, where there have been some incidents, instances uh, that when the battery died and they were out in a parking lot of a store and the car would the car wouldn't start. And well, we've had people come over here to get tires aired up too. That's right, <laughs> and uh, so they've had to call maybe uh, AAA or somebody like that to come and jump start their car. Well, this eliminates the problem. It, it's worth the price of the unit to keep that unit in the trunk and then every couple months take it out, charge it, and uh, put it back in the trunk so that you always have it available. And, of course, you might not be using it for a car, so, you know, um, you might be using it for other things. So then you want to put it in a fairly warm place, um house you know so you don't don't want to get it like store it in below freezing if if you can help it but that's why we don't keep ours in the garage yeah so that's about all the time we have for this demo if you have any questions you can email bill sparks at bill at billsparks.org that's bill at billsparks.org and if he doesn't have the answers to the questions he can get a hold of us and we'll be more than happy to answer whatever you need to know about this product or if you need to speak with us and ask a question or make a comment during this live broadcast you may call 646-558-8656 that's 646-558-8656 press pound you'll be asked for a meeting id enter 848-725-450 that's 848-725-450 press pound again you will be asked for a user id just press pound one more time Well, that's it for now. Everyone have a great week and stay tuned next week for another another exciting demo. Boy, that was great, Dave. That was really good. I've seen that demo on on QVC where they actually go outside in there because they have a lot that they can film in or they can videotape in or they can do live presentations in. And they actually have a car and they actually show you how to jump a car and they have a, I think they put a battery that is very undercharged and they show you how to jump it right on television. Yeah, uh, I got a comment. Uh, I have two great nephews are auto mechanics, and they're both in Fort Wayne. One works for a big trucking company. They actually have that unit. They carry one in each of their own personal cars. Uh, every car has one. He has. They have one in their truck because the thing they like about it is you can be on the road. Somebody's car is dead or in a parking lot because a lot of times AAA trucks or even they go out on a call. You sometimes can't get the jumpers that are on the service trucks to reach the car or the vehicle. Well, so these are portable enough. You can take it right to it. You can go between two cars if you're in a parking lot and, and jump the car. And he said he, they love it because what they'll do is a special service. When the person calls in, they'll let them charge your cell phone while they're doing the work. It's just a personal thing they let them do. And then, of course, they love the light. But, I mean, they, they think it's the greatest thing in the world. In fact, uh, they even have one they keep in their house. So they've got about eight of these units. 
and they keep one in their house in case they have power failure. I have and, uh, I have two of them here, and uh, and and that's the thing because it is a safety thing. You just never know what might happen. You know, you your car will stall sometime, and you have a dead battery, and you can't start it. And if you got this thing in your car, just hook up the jumper cables and wait a couple seconds and crank it over, and it'll fire right up. You're not at the yeah. mercy of whoever yeah. stops. Right, and you and you can't go wrong because, like you say, it beeps because he's uh, showing me how the thing. Because he had me put them on once, and he said, "I'm not going to tell you which way to go. If you put them on wrong, it does beep. It'll let right. you know it won't work." So, so you're not going to have a battery explode in your face. I mean, I've had that happen to a friend of mine. He put the battery things on wrong, and it exploded in his face. So the battery. Oh yeah, that, uh, You don't oh, want yeah. that to happen. Not only that, but uh, and they have some older units that you can you know put the, um, jump a car with. And if you hook them up backwards, you could damage the computer in the car. And this way, uh, right. there's there's no chance of that. And the other thing, and you were right about that, it does have the USB port. So you can plug in your uh, iPhone, you know, into that and charge it. You know, you can do all kinds of neat stuff. Right. Well, some, somehow they, of course, he's a mechanic. I don't know if you can buy these or not. But the cigarette lighter part, you know, the part that has what used to be called cigarette lighter plug. Right. Uh if or in his house, if they have a power failure, he's rigged up a, a lamp. Somehow he's wired it. He can run a light, so at least have one light in the house if there was a power failure. That's right. And we do have a question from Ellen, I believe. Yeah, it's me. Um, I was just curious. I use a wheelchair, and I have a um, well. That I've got a cushion here that that takes air. And for some reason, if I if I were to forget the my hand pump. Would that take care of my problem? Yes, it would. That's what I thought, but I just didn't thought I'd check. Yeah, you can you can okay. blow up, you can blow up baseball or I mean beyond baseball Basketball. basketballs, <laughs> uh, footballs, things like that. You know, with it. Yeah, and probably and probably air mattresses too. Yeah. Oh yeah, car tires, yeah. everything. I mean. As long as mm-hmm. the, you have to have the special adapters for for each tire, like if you have a big truck tire and you want to blow it up, that, that they may not work well with that, would it, Dave? Because of how much yeah, power you, that compressor has, some, you'll get some adapters with it. Um, you know, and, and they've got you know the one that has the point, like for blowing up a football or or a basketball. You know, different attachments. There's a couple different kinds, and they just screw onto the end of that hose, and then you put them on. You know pump up whatever you need to pump up with the attachment. When you bought these things, Dave, did you have to contact uh, the company to, for any questions that you might have had? No, actually, I, I didn't. Um, we were able to um, we were able to use, well, actually, we used the Opticon to uh, see what the buttons were. And um, But other than that, uh, it was really not a problem. The reason we had their number was the old one we had something happened to, and so we had to call them. Yeah, we had a we had an older one that uh, the battery went haywire. We had to get another battery for it. And, uh, ah, well, uh, let me. You said you have two of them. Is there a reason why you have two, Dave? I've, that, I'm just curious as to why you have two of these things. Well, I have an an older one, and the battery went bad uh, because I left it in the garage like all winter and didn't forgot to charge it 
and the battery went haywire, and I had to call mm-hmm. the company to, to order the uh, the new. But I had I, so anyway, I got another battery for that one, and I fixed it and put a new battery in it, and uh, so now I have two of them. Is replacing the internal battery for that's the one that you charge? Is that a difficult task? Is that something that anyone can do? Um, <clears throat> you could do it if you pay attention. There's screws on the back of the unit. There's like well, there's uh, two screws in the handle, and then there's one, two, three, four screws in the back of the unit. You take that back off, and that gives you access to where the battery is. And then the battery has uh, uh, two terminals on it, and they are um, you have a, a, a screw going through and a nut on the other side, and you just take those off and you can lift the battery right out. Well, you know, I'm going to give you my explanation here for me. When in doubt, hire out. So if I have a problem, I will send mine to your house, and you can fix it for me. Ship it back to me, and I will pay the shipping charges and the labor charges. Okay, Dave? <laughs> there you go. How much do those things cost a piece again? 121 121 That's the current price. Yeah. With four easy payments. Now, they do make, they make another model that's a little higher. It has what's called an inverter. That gives you a 110-volt house current. Um, problem with the inverters are it takes a lot of power from the battery to run those uh, to generate 110 volts, 120 volts. And um, it doesn't last on AC power very long on the battery. You might get maybe a half hour, maybe to a half hour to an hour on battery. I hear you. Can I change the subject, Dave, to ask you a quick question? Because I'm looking for one because I had a UPS, but the battery died on it. It can't, won't charge anymore, and it's it's about ten years old. So I'm looking for a new one. What would you recommend? Well, believe it or not, Sam's Club has one, and they're only like fifty bucks. Something like that. I'll, Something like I'll that. Have to go and look to be sure. I have one, two, three, four of them. I think here. there might be a demo on that. I'm yeah, not there. Sure. Yeah, there is. I know there is, and I forgot. I, I you know, I'll have to look back. But I need something that doesn't make too much noise because the one I had was very, very noisy because you could hear oh, they, the voice. These don't, these make, don't any make any noise. Oh, good. You can't even tell they're on. That's good. That's very good. Hey, Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you because I think Chris has a recipe because every time she has a recipe, I know I'm getting hungry. You know, Jeff, and you get hungry a lot, so I do. We, we don't want Jeff to go without food, and we just don't want that to happen. Chris, what are you cooking up good today? Oh, actually, here we're having fish, and I know Tim has already yucked up our fish for us, but anyway, we're having it anyhow. Um, but... The recipe today is for peanut butter cookies, and I was going to do this last week because it was National Peanut Butter Day last Wednesday, but then since we made the ice cream, I decided to do the ice cream recipe. So today you're going to get the peanut butter cookie recipe, and this is an old one that I really like. They came out of a 1974 Better Homes and Gardens book. It is one cup of vegetable shortening, one cup of granulated sugar, one cup of brown sugar, One cup of peanut butter. You can use smooth or chunky. It doesn't matter. Two eggs, slightly beaten. One teaspoon of vanilla. Two teaspoons baking soda. 
half a teaspoon of salt. And if you want them kind of chewy, you add, you use um, three cups of flour. And if you want them crisper, you use two cups of flour. Or you can use anything in between. You take a fork and you blend your shortening and your peanut butter and both sugars together. You just have to take a fork or a pastry blender and kind of mash them together. You add your eggs. You can continue beating with a fork or you can use an electric mixer at this point. Then you add the remainder of your ingredients, ending with the flour. Mix all that together. Shape it into balls about the size of a large marble or a really small golf ball. Place on an ungreased cookie sheet. Take a little bit of extra flour, maybe a tablespoon. Put in a shallow bowl. Take a fork, dip it in the flour, press the back of the fork into your peanut butter cookie dough balls. That's what gives peanut butter cookies their lines. If you want to, you can turn the fork around and press the other way and make crisscrosses. I usually don't bother to do that. And you'll have to re-dip your fork in the flour about every three cookies. You bake these in a preheated oven. 350 degrees on an ungreased cookie sheet for 10 minutes or until they're lightly browned and it makes about six dozen and they are really good and I've also put uh, chocolate chips in them and that's good too it's a little harder to get your lines in there if you want them but anyway they're still good call me weird weird, but I like to eat the lines first and then eat the rest of the cookie (laughs) How about molasses? Could you put molasses in there and have a peanut butter with molasses? That sounds like an interesting combination I've heard people do. Could you do that? Mm, Probably not because it would change the consistency of your dough. Okay. You could put put chocolate kisses on top of them. Yeah, my mom used to do that at Christmas time. She would put uh, the chocolate kisses on the top. Only thing is when you bake those, I don't like what it does to the chocolate. It changes the texture. Well, you put it on, you just let it melt after you yeah. do it. Now, those are good. I like those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, Bill, and Chicago, that's an old recipe. Uh, it dates back before that because I've got the same recipe here. And my mother-in-law uh, fixed those cookies uh, back ever since the mm. early 50s. Oh, I'm sure that's just where I got it. Right on. But she ran a catering business, and at Christmas time, she used to bake cookies for the women prison there in Indianapolis. And she used to bake 50 dozen cookies every year of all kinds. Christmas of 1974, I got a set of Braille Better Homes and Gardens cookbooks from my parents, and there were Hmm. five dessert volumes, three casserole volumes, three vegetable volumes, and five meat volumes. And do you still have the all, you still have all the books? I uh, no, I do not have all of them because I didn't use all of them and it's too hard to carry all that stuff around in the several moves I've made. But I do have some of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she used to bake all these cookies and give them out to the women in the prison around Christmas time. She okay. had, she had three she had three freezers in her house and from the first October till Christmas that's where she stored all of her baked cookies in the freezer so they stay fresh. And those freezers are full of nothing but cookies. That's all in there ever went in them. All right, we're yeah. going to take a quick pause, guys. Okay. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. 
He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. There we go. We just had to get that in. So, is anything else we want to wrap up with? Any other quick things before we start? We've got about five minutes. And uh, Phil, to I got to go. I got to go for a doctor. I'm okay. Catch you guys next week. All right, okay, buddy. Talk take about care. me now. I'll be off the old phone. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have for you to get off the phone. I'll talk about you in person. <laughs> it won't make any difference. Hey, can uh, I ask a quick question to Chris? Yeah. Very, very good. They, they made those peanut butter cookies there, the balls, but I had the same kind of cookies, not with peanut butter, but they're like sugar cookies. I, and I don't know what they're called, but they're, but they're really, really good. And I, and I can't remember what they're called. Russian tea cakes. Have you ever made, had those? I think those are really awesome. I've actually made those before. They are to die for. They sound real good. You know, I made a mistake. You can't have them, Bill. Sorry. No, I can't. <laughs> but I thought this morning I was eating wheat toast, and I noticed this toast bread was thick. So when Tina came by a few minutes ago on the break, I asked her to read me what this toast was. And it was Kroger Texas toast, but it had no garlic, no oh, nothing on it. man. But, oh, I don't even like that. I cannot get Texas toast here for love nor money. And I don't so, think we like you anymore, Bill. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> well, there were several blows of it. So anyway, I ate it, and I thought, oh, it'll affect my blood sugar. Well, of course, I didn't know that. But when I went to check my blood sugar, it was 69. It, it had dropped two degrees with my peanut butter. So I guess that bread uh, had no whatever. Oh. But, I love that stuff. You love Texas toast? We can just buy it by the barrel full here. 
Yeah, you can get it at a price chopper. They have the one with garlic and without garlic, yeah. uh, I believe, Chris. It's really good. So uh, well, I know, but I, we cannot get it here. Texas toast? Can I get Texas toast? Not in Altoona. You can get the cheese kind that's frozen. That's all. Yeah, that's not like quite the same. Only no. place uh, you can get it at Dairy Queen, but well, we yeah, but that's our. You get one piece right. with each meal. Yes. What about of, Swans? Don't they sell Texas toast? No, no, they don't. I thought they used. Not that you, I got to ask you. Not that you use against the garlic bread. They do. Yeah, garlic bread they do, but not plain Texas oh, toast. Oh, Texas not toast is good for Are you uh, using too. Swans as much, or have you given up on Swans these days? Oh uh, no, we use Swans some. They come about every two weeks. Yeah, and and I, I do have them. Sometimes I do go in and skip uh, an order because I'm trying to get the freezer under control. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good luck. That. Good luck on that one. Hey, Jeff, I will FYI later, but we got some more streaming bad news today, so we'll have to dissect it. So, anyway, um, we will just about to wrap it up here. Uh, Great recipes, great stuff. That was a great demo, Jeff, on News On, because that's a useful app, especially in disaster and um, some things that Chris and Dave and I will be working is some safety features for the home that, you know, things that you can implement and make your house safe. Tina's been having a problem. She's on her third carpet cleaner here. You know those things that are rug cleaners? Um, you probably have oh, to pay yeah. a little more for those, don't you, Dave? Yeah, they do. Well, you can buy some cheap ones, but they—I right. don't know. I, I've you had get a couple. What you pay for. Yeah, that, that's right. Because if you've got the the lower price ones, you seem to have a, a lot of trouble with the pumps. Yeah, you can rent them too. As a matter of fact, if you didn't really want to spend the money on them and only only needed to use them a few times a year, you might want to rent one. There's a rug doctor or, or this price shop or supermarket. You can rent them from there too. Yeah. True. 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 Uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. You can rent them and then some of the rental models. Well, there you go again. But anyway, thanks for the feedback on the Uber question. Really appreciate it. And we'll try some of those ideas and see if it actually works. One of them was to put my place as the destination. I don't know if you can do that, but we'll see. So, I was going to ask Dave a quick question sure. about the, the battery thing. Um, does it have an outlet for 110 volt? Uh, this this one does not. The, uh, the the next model up does. Uh, okay, because the one we have one it doesn't have the air compressor, but it has the outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have a one a one model higher than what this one is. And it's got the uh, it has the compressor as well as the uh, as the one ten. All right. So Very it's good. time for that award winning Tim show here in just about five seconds. So all right, all right. Well, Tim, take it away. I'm hitting the button. Thanks everyone for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. <laughs>